For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today our guest is Donata Vercelli, Professor in Cellular and Molecular Medicine and also Associate Director of the Arizona Respiratory Center. Donata, welcome. We're excited to talk with you about your upcoming lecture in the College of Science Public Lecture Series. Tell us about the work that you're going to be discussing. We're going to talk about the role that microbes play in our lives, to put it broadly. More specifically, we're going to talk about the, the profound change that um, has come in our view of microbes that only 100 years ago were seen as invariably entities that were worth eliminating, fighting at all costs because they were foes, they were causes of disease, they were, they were bad things. So much so that the discovery of agents that specifically did away with microbes, uh, antibiotics, um, was one of the greatest discoveries in the history of science and medicine. But what we are finding today is that, however, not all bugs are created equal. And so while there are certainly microbes that need to be eliminated and fought and treated, the vast majority of the microbes that are out there are in fact perhaps our best friends um, because not only uh, they live uh, everywhere on our planet, um, in any and every part of it from the water to the soil to plants to everything you can think of, but they also outnumber us in our own bodies uh, by a factor of 10, if not 100. In other words, we have more uh, microbial bacterial cells in our bodies than we have human cells. And many of those microbes, we're learning, are doing very important things for our health and well-being. They are absolutely necessary for our well-being, beginning with the development of immune system, the, the digestion of the foods that we uh, ingest, many of which we could not digest without bacteria, without microbes in our gut, and ending even with our mood and our cognition that seem to be heavily influenced by the products of these microbes. And somewhere in the middle there is our respiratory system, um, which you have shown to develop very differently in children who were raised in environments with different microbes. Can you tell us about that study? This is the study that brought my attention to this whole thing when it was discovered um, by some of our European collaborators that children who grow up in, uh, in environments that are extremely rich in microbes, and in that specific case, traditional farms, but again, traditional farms very rich in microbes, um, are virtually completely protected from respiratory diseases such as asthma, but also early uh, viral infections. And so we did this study that um, has now come quite, uh, I think, a landmark study in which, together with our uh, collaborators in, in Germany and the, the University of Chicago, we were able to compare two populations of farmers, so populations who share very many lifestyle characteristics and, and even genetic characteristics, but who 
practice very different types of farming, the Amish who practice very traditional farmings and live in a very microbially rich environment, and the Hutterites who uh, practice a very mechanized modern farming and live in a very, I would say, micro-poor environment. And we confirmed that indeed the um, Amish have an extremely, extremely low prevalence of um, of asthma and, and allergies compared to the Hutterites in the order of four or five fold. And as importantly, and from my point of view, even more importantly, we could show that this protection against asthma could be transferred in animal models by simply, quote unquote, giving to these animals the dust from this Amish environment. And what makes this so exciting is that in two cases, you, you're doing the controlled experiment. That's what we scientists like to do. This work of ours landed on the first page of the New York Times. The design of this study allowed us to do what, in first, the first speaker in our series, uh, Joanna Mazel, was alluding to this, this, this clinical trials with randomized, with controls, the controls that very rarely you can have in a human uh, study, and we managed to actually have this control in this case. Thank you very much, Donata. Very interesting. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.